You are now listening to Today with Jared James. Hey everyone, Jared James here, and welcome to episode 25 of Today with Jared James. As always, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy this, make sure you share it with somebody, uh, leave a great review and a five-star review. It would mean the world to me. Today, what I want to talk about is what is your worldview of yourself, right? Like, what is that? And some of you don't even know what a worldview is. A worldview is basically, you know, obviously, just like it sounds, how you view the world. Like, when you look at politics, people have a certain uh, worldview. It's like an ideology. It's the idea that a Republican thinks like a Republican, a Democrat thinks like a Democrat. And unfortunately, a worldview can be a good or a bad thing. And in the scenario I'm giving you right now, it's not a great thing. It's, It's the idea that we hear something and we go, how should I think about this? How do Republicans think? All right, that's how I'll think. How, do, how should I think about this? That's how Democrats think. That's how I'll think. And so that's not a great thing. But having a great worldview about yourself that doesn't change can absolutely be a major thing. Your worldview about yourself is ultimately the narrative, the belief you have about yourself. It's the belief you have about how you're going to end, what people are going to think about you in the end, what your life is going to be about. Regardless of all the little things that happen from day to day to day, you have a certain worldview. That worldview affects what I think is the number one reason why people are successful, which is your mindset, right? Your worldview and that mindset are not only how you view your day, but how you view your narrative. Where do you end? How do you feel about yourself? You know, a lot of people leave a lot of things, a lot of external things, a lot of things that happen around them. They leave those, they let those be the reason of how they feel about themselves. They focus on everything around them to decide how they feel about themselves long term, even though those variables are completely uncontrollable, right? When someone feels negatively about you, when somebody talks about you, when you have a bad interaction, when something bad happens in the world, when your industry gets shaken up, when any of these things happen, these are external factors that ultimately, for many people, control how they feel about themselves, control how they feel about their outlook, when those are completely uncontrollable. I have a worldview about myself. I have a worldview that ultimately I win. I have a worldview that regardless of what goes on around me, it's why sometimes people think that I'm unemotional in decisions or I'm unemotional when something happens or I'm unemotional when something bad happens or whatever it may be. And it's not that I'm unemotional. It's just that it doesn't have the same effect. I don't look at that. I don't get emotional and think to myself, Oh my God, how is this going to affect me? Oh my God, how is this going to affect my outcome? I don't have a deal fall apart and think, oh my God, I'm not going to make it. Or, oh my God, everything is just falling apart, not just this deal. I have done my best in the past up until now to control how much control these other things have on me. And I'm able to do that because of my worldview about myself, because of my narrative of what my life ultimately is and will become. These things to me, you know, you've heard before, your life is ultimately a book. I'm not going to allow a letter in the book to decide how the book ends. I'm not going to add a word in the book to decide, look, there are bad pages in a book. It doesn't make the book. And so I take that view of my life, that ultimate worldview of my life, and I say, hey, when bad things happen, when bad situations occur, when all of these things go on, that's great. It's page 78, It's not the end. And so 
I say this because we live in a time right now. I told you how important mindset is. I told you how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your business, how you feel about where you're going, how you feel about the outcome of where you're going. All these things matter. A lot of people have been bringing up a lot of external factors lately. I've been getting a lot of emails lately, a lot of DMs on Instagram and on Facebook and these other places, and people are bringing up a lot of things. And one of the things that's get, uh, been getting brought up a lot lately is especially for people in the real estate industry, there was a huge lawsuit that just came up where NAR and a bunch of other other major companies like Realogy uh, and like Remax and like all these places were named in this lawsuit. And it was a class action lawsuit that was filed in the United States District, uh, District Court in the Northern District of Illinois, which basically is Chicago, uh, on, May, on March 6th, that basically, if it came through that the plaintiffs won, would could essentially eliminate MLSs, could, could eliminate local associations, could uh, eliminate a lot of these things. And basically what they're contending is that through agreements, through NAR, local associations, these big brokerages, these other places, that sellers don't have the option of whether they want to pay a buyer's commission or not, that basically because they're all in cahoots, they're, they're all in agreement, that the buyer really doesn't have any kind of an option. Or the seller really doesn't have any kind of an option of whether they want to offer that to a buyer or not, which is, in some cases, an antitrust case, meaning that there's, they don't have an option, which in a free world, in a capitalistic society, you're supposed to. Now, normally you wouldn't take anything like this too serious, but the two leading law firms that are handling this case uh, are the two law firms that handled uh, cases against Apple, that handled cases against Toyota, and literally won billions of dollars. So they know what they're doing, okay? And basically, here's what it's saying. They're saying that the defendant's conspiracy has centered around NAR's, National Association of Realtors, adoption and implementation of a rule that requires all brokers to make a blanket, non-negotiable offer of buyer-broker compensation, known as the buyer-broker commission rule, uh, when listing a property on a multiple listing service. Okay, And basically the theory goes like this. If you stick with me, great. Go with it. If, if you don't, then don't worry about it. But here's what they're basically saying step by step. They're saying the MLS is required for any brokerage who wants to be in business. So although they are optional, they're not really. If you want to be in business, you've got to join them. The MLS, which is required, is controlled by local associations who have to abide by NAR's rules and policies, including the buyer-broker commission rule. The four named brokerages and franchise companies require that their agents and franchisees belong to NAR. So what you're finding here is this big web where, while they're all optional, you know, one of them says you have to be a part of this one, and then in order to be a part of that one, you have to follow this law. So while the first one is not saying you have to follow that one, you're saying you have to be a part of this other company, but when you're part of this other association, they require that law. So basically, uh, everybody's hands are also clear but also dirty at the same time. Um, and they're saying the buyer-broker commission rule forces sellers to pay for the brokers, uh, the buyer-broker's commissions, even though there are situations where a, um, a buyer agent can be paid directly by the buyer. They're saying because of all these intertwining, inter intertwingled, uh, inter, you know, whatever rules, that you don't really have the option, even though they're saying that you do. And the interaction between NAR, the local associations, the local MLSs, and the defendant brokerage franchises, um, that they constitute a conspiracy in deeds and words, and that that conspiracy keeps brokerage commissions high, between 5 and 6%, which harms home sellers. Because basically, if you're putting in the agreement that you also have to pay a, a buyer agent, then there has to be enough commission for both sides there. So although it's technically negotiable, um, it can go either way, right? Now, 
when you hear something like this, then you hear what they're looking for. They're not just looking for damages. They're also looking that the court award the plaintiff, uh, the ones filing suit, um, a permanent injunction. I won't go into all of this, but basically eliminating um, that, that you have to continue to require that, eliminating that you have to be a part of these associations and these boards. The, the, what would happen as a result of this would probably be the elimination of local MLSs, of, of local boards. Basically, the thread, the, the, what, you're, what most of you who are in real estate that listen to me, everything that you've gotten used to in this industry would change. Now, is it scary? Could be for some of you. Uh, I don't look at any change as being scary. Is it something you need to pay attention to? It's absolutely something uh, that you need to be, pay attention to. But there's a greater way to look at this, Okay. The reason I bring this up during a conversation or a podcast where I'm talking about what is your worldview on yourself is because ultimately your worldview on yourself determines how you view this kind of stuff, these kinds of things, because this is just one in the many. Every day there's a new headline that comes out that is meant to scare you or it could scare you, but when your worldview about yourself is a winning worldview, regardless of what happens... These things don't tend to matter to you, and they don't not tend to matter to you because they don't matter. They do matter. But when you have the right worldview, you understand that something major like this happening still means that we're all playing on the same playing field. Like, if this drastic change occur- occurred within the industry, it would affect you, but it would also affect your competitor. It would affect your friend in the industry. It would affect It affects everyone the same. If your worldview about yourself is that you always find a way and you always win— Well, then as long as we're playing on the same playing field, nothing matters, right? And so when you're looking at something like this, before you do anything else, regardless of this lawsuit, other decisions, whatever it is, the first thing that has to happen daily is you make a decision about yourself. Who am I? What is my worldview, right? And here's the real thing. If you have made that decision— and you have decided and you have actually looked at it and you've determined that you do have a worldview about yourself, but that worldview is not fantastic, the real question you want to ask yourself is why? Like the number of people who are absolutely wounded and just dragging their feet and whatever because of past people, past decisions, ways that past people felt about them, the upcoming, the, up, the upgrooming, the upcoming, whatever you want to call it, uh, of, of themselves that they had is astronomical. And my question is always, why? That doesn't affect you. How you were raised, yes, it matters for a little bit, but once you make a decision as an adult, that's all that matters. How you were in high school, if people made fun of you, if you had insecurities, you had too much acne, you had too much, you had a past business failure, you had a whatever. Those things only have the power that you give them today. They have no other power outside of that, like literally none. There's not a checklist that occurs whenever something happens and you're involved and there's a checklist that goes up and they say, this person said this about them, this is how they feel about them, this is about None of that ever happens. The only power literally comes from ourselves and the power that we give it. And I know you guys have heard that. I don't want to turn this into an Oprah episode right now, but it's just true. If you don't have a great worldview about yourself, you need to ask yourself, why? Why don't you? Because I promise you every single person listening to me right now has just as many reasons to love where they're going than they have to not love where they're going. It's just a matter of of what they're focused on. 
This is something that I have tried to instill with my kids forever, like this expectation, this narrative about themselves, this, you know, putting it in their heads where they're going to go and what they're going to do and nothing else matters. And, you know, anything that happens outside of that doesn't matter. It's all just stumbling. It's all good for you. It's, it's, you know, my kid literally quotes the W's and L's. You win and you learn. Like he quotes that stuff, loves that stuff, right? We were going to a practice the other day and, um, you know, I'm pumping my son up in the car and we're going to lacrosse, and I'm like, you have a chance to be a monster tonight. Like, you get to play against other kids. You know how much I would love to do that? It's the best time of your life. You get to push it. Like, we were going for a run in Florida, and I'm like, this is when, these runs in the heat, this is when you earn the idea of, of having all the energy in the games and being able to keep going. This is when you earn it. And, like, we just look at things like that. We look at things differently. We change the meanings on things. And yet too many of you listening to my voice right now are not doing that on a daily basis. How do you feel about yourself? What are you focused on? People who don't feel great, don't have a great worldview, usually it's because that was the environment they were in. That's what was taught to them. That's what they see around them. That's how, you, that's how you feel comfortable around other people because everybody gets around and complains and says how bad things are and says how – so it's a way to feel like they're involved in something or whatever. But the only problem is, is that when you join that group, that group also has a worldview, and where they end doesn't work. It's not good. So I want you to stop and ask yourself, what is my worldview of myself? What is it I believe? Am I on a level playing field with everybody else? Do I ultimately believe that no matter what, in any situation, I'm not sure what is going to happen in the middle of the game, but I know how the game ends, and it ends with me winning because that's the only way all of these headlines, every negative thing that comes at you, every potential distraction, every whatever, will not have an ultimate effect if you know that in the end, I win. When, you, when somebody does a, a spoiler alert, and they tell you how a game ends, or they tell you how a show ends, you're going to tell me you don't watch that game or watch that show with a little more confidence or a little more? If you found out your team wins at the end of the game, and you're watching the second quarter and they're down 22, you're not the least bit worried. Why aren't you worried? Because you know the ending. You have to ultimately create the worldview where you believe and you know that the ending is going to be what you want it to be, not because you cheated and got to hear that, whatever, but ultimately when you believe that, it changes the way you act every single day. It changes your momentum. Uh, it, it, it changes everything about what you do. And in the end, that person is going to win over somebody else, period, okay? I want to mention one more thing on this podcast, guys. I haven't mentioned it yet on here. Um, we are doing our annual event, The Advance, the Jerry James Advance in Nashville on October 7th and 8th. I want to make sure you're going to be there. You get your tickets and you get the rooms at the hotel we're doing it at. So make sure you go to jaredjamestoday.com forward slash advance. All of the info is there. Get tickets for you, your friends, your office, your colleagues. It's going to be amazing, guys. I'm doing all the content right now. Can't wait to meet you there in person, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a few things that I'd like you to do. Subscribe, share this with someone you know that you think would also benefit from it. Leave a review on the platform that you're listening on. And do me a favor, go over to connectwithjared.com. Connect on all the platforms I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all these places. And do me a favor, leave me a message. Let me know what you enjoyed about the episode. And more importantly, let me know what you'd also like to hear about moving forward. 